Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Did you know that you are a garden? Did you know that that's you, that that's who you are? I mean, when you look at yourself, do you just see this random person or do you see this beautiful creation that you are? Because that's the reality. And you know what happens when we go through a lot of stuff in life? We forget what a beautiful creation we are. We forget to water ourselves. We forget to nourish ourselves. We forget to you know, give ourselves sunlight. We forget to do all the things that are needed to continue to flourish. So this is what I want to say to you. Are you watering your garden? Are you nourishing your garden? Are you taking care of yourself? So let's dive into this conversation. Let's dive into this episode and let's talk about what it means to water your garden and how to even do that. What does that look like? Grab your cafecito. Let's go. Hola, mujer. Welcome to the Fearless Mujer podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, motherhood, and business, one cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, it's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. Hey, Fearless Mujer, welcome to a new episode of the Fearless Mujer podcast. Girl, thank you for stopping by for another cup of virtual cafecito and some empowering conversations. That's what we do over here. We have real conversations. If you're new to the podcast, I just want to say welcome. I'm Micaela. I'm the voice behind the podcast. I'm the host. I'm the creator. I'm the founder of Fearless Mujer. As you heard in the intro, I'm also the published author of Dear Fearless Mujer. You were created for more. Yes, everything is Fearless Mujer over here. But let me tell you something really quick. Uh, fearless is not about not fearing, okay? If that makes sense. When I talk about being fearless, 
I'm not talking about not being afraid. That's not at all what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is fearing less because psychologically your brain is always going to have that survival instinct kick in. Guys, if you can hear my dog, she's like outside of my door and she's sniffing and over here um, hitting the door because <laughs> she's trying to come in. So if you hear that, you know, she she's my little sidekick. I've posted her on IG before. If you're not following me, following me there, it's at the Fearless Mohead podcast. But she's my sidekick. She's here all the time. <laughs> um, anyway, shout out to all you fur moms. But just back to what I was saying being fearless means that you fear less, right? Because for me, when I'm talking about it, okay? Because psychologically, your your human instinct is always going to kick in, that survival instinct. And anytime you're uncomfortable, right? Anytime you're stepping out of your comfort zone, doing something new, that fear is going to kick in, right? Your brain's going to tell you like, what are you doing? Like, no, this is crazy. This is not safe. And that's a lot of times why we give into that fear because it really is overpowering. Now on the spiritual side, I truly believe that it is a spiritual thing, you know, the spirit of fear. And so if you go to my website, fearlessmohead.com, I talk a little bit about the story of how this name even came about because a lot of you know that I had a whole other podcast for almost a year and God just kind of redirected me somewhere else. And I was like, what, what are we doing here? So, I mean, I'm glad I did it right because a book was birthed through it and I've been able to help a lot of women. So here's what I want to say. The word fearless is symbolic. Okay. Uh, Second Timothy one seven says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The word fearless is symbolic to me because as a hija de Dios, as God's daughter, I know that I was not called to live in fear. And let me tell you something, and this is for real. And if you know me or if you've talked to me at an event or if you go to my Instagram, you might not see that. I have struggled with fear in the past, but for many, many years, probably my whole life, fear of not being good enough was one of those things that just really had a hold over me. I would say that it was a stronghold. Fear of what people were going to say, fear of someone finding out what I did in the past, fear of the mistakes that I made, fear that I would never be able to come back from that. And just fear overall. And so let me tell you something. Fear is not a joke, but fear cannot control you. There's a part in my book where I say, if you let fear control you, it will paralyze you. It will call the shots in your life. So I just want to encourage you today. Now, this episode's not about fear. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. But I want to encourage you today, okay, that... If you are fearing anything at all, I want you to know this, that everybody has some kind of fear. The difference is that not everyone is vulnerable. Not everyone is willing to say, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I went through that. Yeah, I'm going through that. Yeah, I messed up with that. Yeah, I made the wrong decision, et cetera, et cetera. Not everyone's going to say that, especially if you're on social media. I've said this so many times, right? Social media has a way of just showing you the highlights, just like when you watch football, right? 
you're watching football or you're watching basketball and you see the highlights of that touchdown, right? Of that, you know, slam dunk, whatever it is, right? And you see the highlights of what the player did. It's great. It's fantastic. That's what you see. And I think social media is the same way where everyone everyone is posting highlights of their best parts of life. And so to me, it's refreshing when someone's real, when someone's vulnerable, because it's saying to others, it's saying to me, it's okay to be human. It's okay that you don't have it all together. Keep going. And so I pray and I hope that everything that Fearless Mujer stands for, that you understand that, that it's not about being this badass, like, you know, excuse my language, but like chingona, like, oh, you know, um, I'm a badass and I don't fear anything and I'm always going to have it together. And now I know that's a big thing in the, you know, Latina community, but let me just say this. Okay. Over here, we don't do that. Okay. We're real. We're real. Why? Because when we're real, that's how we heal. When we are real, then that's how we're able to tap into our authenticity. That's how we're able to show up in our confidence. So many women want confidence, but they don't know how to have it, how to find it, how to get it. So they try all of the external things to be confident when in actuality, it has nothing to do with the external or the accomplishments. Those things fade away. Okay. So now let me go back to the whole chingona thing. And if you have little ears, I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> um, I'm not here to judge or anything at all. I say badass all the time. Same thing, right? What I am here to say is how sometimes, I mean, that's a whole other topic, right? Sometimes that can just be taken in a whole different direction where it can be interpreted that like, oh, I'm chingona. I don't fear nothing. I don't need this. I don't need that. I'm self-sufficient. And I've talked about this. I wrote about it in the book. We can't be wearing self-sufficiency like it's a badge of honor. Okay. We can't do that. It's not a crown that, oh, you can do everything. Cause I'm going to tell you something. The strongest women are the ones who are like, Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you pray for me? Right. I posted a while ago, like get you some, let me pray for you type of amigas because those type of amigas, man, they're not going to try to fix you. They're not going to look at you like, wait, you're struggling with this, but you're still trying to do that. You're still trying to inspire women. You're still trying to run your like, girl, those are just toxic friends. So if you have people who tell you stuff like that, when you're at your lowest and instead of lifting you up, they're not girl, you need to re look at the kind of friends that you have. I'm just saying, because you know, a lie that I used to believe, I used to believe that I needed to have like all these friends. And I talked about this. I think it was on a live about like, I used to watch this one show where all the wives would get together, go to like nice dinners. And it looked like they had it all together. They were always rolling deep, rolling together, going to nice restaurants. And guess what? They were toxic as heck. So I've learned this, that man, I can have like a handful of amigas and those are my ride or die. Those are my girls. Those are the women in my corner. Those are the ones that if I'm busy and they're busy and we just, hey, what are you doing Friday? I don't know. What are you doing? We just connect, right? And it never has to be fancy this or material things this. It's all about the heart to heart. And that's what I love about my inner circle friends, okay? 
Now, today what I want to talk to you about is this. We're going to talk about fear a little bit, but I want to ask you something. Now, maybe you're not someone who gardens. Maybe you're not someone who's into that. I could tell you right now, okay, I don't have many plants. I have one plant right now that someone very special to me gave me, and it is a very low maintenance one. You know, I give it water maybe once a week. It's a cactus, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. That's sad. That's how much I'm not like a plant person. Um, I live in an apartment, so I can't garden outside really, you know, because I don't have a balcony. Uh, but I open my blinds to give it some sun. Look, I'm not. And, and they gave it to me for that reason, because they know that I'm not a plant person. But I do want to get some plants because I, you know, I've struggled for anxiety from anxiety in this season. And, you know, my cousin, he told me, hey, you got to get you some plants like grandma had, you know, um, they're going to filter the air. And I'm like, man, you're right. I need some plants. So that's my next uh, thing to do is I need to get some plants in my apartment. So if you have any suggestions for plants that won't die in my apartment that are low maintenance, uh, please send me a DM on Instagram, okay? But all that to say that I did have a house a couple years ago with my ex-husband and we, you know, I would garden, we would take the weeds out, I would garden, I bought flowers and plants and it was just so therapeutic. It was so relaxing. It was really nice to just kind of dig in the dirt and, you know, get your hands dirty and, and plant your garden. And I guess that's when you've reached Senora life, right? Because you're, you're liking the gardening. <laughs> but let me say this to you. Did you know that you are a garden? Did you know that that's you, that that's who you are? I mean, when you look at yourself, do you just see this random person? Or do you see this beautiful creation that you are? Because that's the reality. And you know what happens when we go through a lot of stuff in life? We forget what a beautiful creation we are. We forget to water ourselves. We forget to nourish ourselves. We forget to, you know, give ourselves sunlight. We forget to do all the things that are needed to continue to flourish. So this is what I want to say to you. Are you watering your garden? Are you nourishing your garden? Are you taking care of yourself? And I'm not talking about just externally. That's very easy to do. I'm talking about internally. What are you doing mentally, emotionally? Because here's what happens. Again, we start going through stuff. Life kicks us in the ass. Excuse my language. If you have little ears, if I need to, you know, be honest, <laughs> you guys know if you're new here, I I throw a couple cuss words out there because that's that's just authentically who I am. Yes, I love Jesus, but you know, sometimes I, I say a couple of words and it's, it's what it is, okay? But listen, you're a garden, you are beautiful. And sometimes life kicks us in the ass so much that we feel so beat up, so abused, so 
unworthy. I think that's the biggest thing about like being hurt by others or going through really hard things is that our worth is attacked. And I can say this season was hard for me. Had I not had the people who really love me in my life, I don't think I would have been okay because those people, they know who they are if they're listening. They were watering me. They were watering me with their words, with their kindness. Some of them were feeding me, okay? Like, if you know me, you know I love to eat. That's one of my love languages. But they were giving me nourishment that I needed. Some of them were my sunlight. You know what I'm saying? And so, girl, you're a garden. And I'm not saying this like, oh, go run to people when you're going through stuff. No, this is a time to find yourself. Some of you have messaged me on IG, and I've said this before. I'm not the kind of coach or person or podcaster, you know, who will go and share messages. I always ask permission if you see me share a text or a message or anything. Because I'm not here to be seen, okay? I will tell you that right now. I didn't build this. I'm not building this for me to make a name for myself. I'm doing this because it is what God put on my heart, okay? So I struggled for a while with being seen and all that. And if I know some of us have had conversations like this. I've had conversations, you know, as a podcast coach with other coaches. I've had conversations uh, you know, I'm also a certified life coach. And so I've had these conversations with clients where they're like, oh, I want to do this thing, but I don't, I don't want people to see it. I don't want people to see me. And I can totally relate to that because I struggled with that. And one day God gave me this revelation that he said, when you're seen, I'm seen. Okay. Put it that way. If you're using your gifts in a humble way, if you're using your gifts in a way where you're like, I know I'm really good at this. I'm going to show up because it's helping people, because it's, you know, impacting others. I'm going to show up because God gave me this talent. I can make money with it, whatever it is, right? I'm, But I'm going to do it for him first, right? If you take that mindset and that approach, because it really is a mindset also. It's not a religious thing, okay? If you take that approach, trust me, girl, you're not going to be attached to the outcome. You're not going to be attached to anything. That is where we get it so like twisted. So all that to say, I had that struggle. I had that like, oh my God, people are going to see me. Like I tell this story, I've said this to others, where when my book was ready to go there, I had two boxes in my room full of books, probably like 200 books, maybe more. And I was like, in the middle of the night, I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? People are going to see my book. Why did I put pictures in my book? So if you don't have my book, you can go to Amazon, just Google Google. We could Google it too, but go to Amazon and put Dear Fearless Mujer. You'll see it pop up. Pretty brown girl on the cover because, you know, had to represent my Latina community, my, my sisters. You know what I'm saying? So all that to say, you are beautiful. You are a garden and you need to water yourself. What does it look like to water yourself? What does it look like? And maybe you're like, Mikaela, what the heck are you even talking about? Girl, stick around. Okay, I'm going to get to the point. You are like a beautiful flower, like a beautiful plant, the most beautiful. You are that. 
And maybe you don't feel that you are in this season, but I promise you that you are. I'm not, uh, you know, I just said I'm not very, I can't really take care of plants, okay? <laughs> I can take care of humans, okay? All my little humans that I've raised, they're good. But I will tell you this, okay? People that are, you know, do this for a living, people that plant crops, people that do all that, they sometimes have to like prune, right? Take off certain parts. I know people do this, I believe, with like grapes when they're in the vineyard, but they have to take all the bad parts out, okay? And so a lot of times we might be going through something because it's an opportunity to shed ourselves of things, cut off things that we don't need where God is taking us. Cut off things that might hinder us from where God has taken us. And I know that's like hard to understand sometimes, but that's the reality. Because I can tell you any time that I went through something devastating, man, I came out on the other side, a whole different version of me. Still me, but better. So if you're experiencing something very devastating in this season, something hard, something painful, something that you're just like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to rise up from this. Girl, I want to encourage you today that you will, you will rise up. Maybe you've never been through what you're going through in this moment, but now you're going to have a story to tell. You're going to have something of value that you experienced that you're going to be able to say to others. Now, how do you water yourself? How do you nourish yourself? How do you give yourself the right nutrients? You have to love yourself. Choose you first. And I don't mean it in a selfish way. I mean it in the way where you make space for yourself. Because here's the thing. As women, as mujeres, man, we are so giving and so generous. And we love with passion. That's the thing about us Latinas, man. I've said this before. We could be mad and we're passionately mad. We could be sad and we're passionately sad. We could love and we love with passion. Okay? And I think that's why when someone we love betrays us or someone we saw like, man, you're going to be my friend for the rest of my life, right? Uh, When we see, when we think that and then this person disappoints us or betrays us, man, it like, it hits like differently, right? Because there was this passion of like, man, you were my friend. You were my ride or die. You were supposed to be there for me. So for those of you going through a divorce, I know some, a lot of you are, I hate to say it like that, but a lot of you are. I've had a lot of messages since I shared about, you know, my divorce. Uh, Girl, listen, I want to tell you this. There's nothing wrong with you. Okay. You don't, here's what I'm going to say. And I don't want to contradict what I said that I had my friends watering me, giving me sunlight, nourishing me. You don't need someone to do that for you. You don't need someone to be your sunlight. You don't need someone to be your nutrient, your your nourishment. You don't need that. That should be the cherry on top of the sundae. You get what I'm saying? That should be extra. You have to love yourself in such a way. You have to choose yourself in such a way that it is so sexy, that it is an essence, that it leaves an aroma in every room you walk into. And I'm not saying that you got to 
be all decked out in high heels and your hair done. I'm not saying that. Because there is an essence to who you are. I've talked about this before. There is something that you carry that's special. Girl, you guys know me, okay? I'm a jeans, sneakers, graphic tee kind of girl. That's who I am. That's how I feel beautiful. Really, it's for real, okay? Sometimes I'm like, should I dress differently? But hey, I'll dress accordingly. You invite me somewhere, I'm gonna dress accordingly. I'll put a dress on, okay? If I love you, I'll put a dress on for you. But at the core, that's me, girl. I love my sneakers. Like give give me give me sneakers in every color and I'm I'm good, okay? I'm happy like that. That's just that's just me. That's who I am. And I had to embrace that about myself, especially when I got into coaching and podcasting. And I, you know, I'm like, should I dress differently? But how do I feel good? How do I feel my 100%? I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not with the high heels. Now, if I see a girl with high heels, I don't get intimidated. I'm like, wow, she's rocking what she likes. Right? So you have to love yourself in such a way and make space in, for yourself in such a way that people sense that, that people see that and they're so attracted to it. And it's not to be arrogant. It's just that when you love yourself in that way and someone comes along, let's talk about a relationship. Someone comes along and they notice that about you. It's so irresistible. Because they're like, dang, this woman loves herself. I am an addition to that love, right? I mean, that's a whole other topic, really. But I'm just saying, as someone who's almost 40, maybe some of you are a little bit older than I am, tell me if I'm wrong. What I thought at 20-something, getting married for the first time, I already had two kids, but getting married for the first time, and what I thought at 20-something, that you know, marriage was going to complete my life that, oh, you know, I didn't even know what I was doing. Come on, let's be real. If you got married young or in your twenties, you know, we don't know what we're doing. Like, let's be honest, right? We're still evolving. And the problem is that in a marriage, people can stay married, but they're not even really living as married people. They're just drifting away, right? They're just like friends, you know, sometimes or they're just roommates, or maybe the person doesn't even live in the home anymore. So all that to say that if you are going through divorce, or you went through divorce, and it's still something that kind of lingers over you, girl, I want you to understand that it's okay. It's okay, because it doesn't define who you are as a woman. It really doesn't define who you are as a person. And yes, this is what's been on my heart right? Marriage, divorce. This is what's been on my heart, relationships. And so I will subtly start talking about this because I've had other women reach out to me. So I know this is a hot topic is divorce, which is why we're going to be talking about this at Rise Girl Rise. If you have not heard of the event that's happening, it's happening in Fort Worth, Texas on July 13th. Now I want to clarify something. Okay. It was going to be a conference. I didn't feel aligned to that whole conference idea. We were planning it behind the scenes, but there was something that wasn't sitting well with me. 
And, you know, my girl Ellie was like, do you really want to have a conference? Because you always said you're not a conference person. If you've seen me on Instagram, if you've listened to other episodes, I have said this. Conferences make me feel like a viejita, like I'm going to this conference. Don't get me wrong. I will go to conferences. I love them. I learn a lot. But, you know, that's not what Fearless Mujer is about. It's about, hey, girl, let's kick it. Wear your sneakers and jeans. Show up as you are. So what we're doing is we're having the Rise, Grow, Rise gathering on July 13th in Fort Worth, Texas at the same place. This is really a time where we're going to sit together. You're going to be celebrated. This is women from all walks of life that are going to gather together for inspiring, raw, and authentic conversations. And we're just breaking away from the daily norm. We're having an an Amigas night out. And guess what? Whatever you're going through, girl, there's no judgment. You can sit with us. We want you to come enjoy a family-style dinner with women who are podcasters, business owners, mothers. I mean, these women are amazing. They're badass. They've gone through a lot. They've overcome a lot. And you can learn a lot from these women. They're ready to pour into you. I mean, I got my my amiga Mariana from Ola, from Mami on a Mission. Her IG is Ola Mami on a Mission. If you want to go find her. But you know, she's she's coming all the way from Houston just to pour into you all. So listen, if you need a shoulder to lean on, we got you. If you need prayer, we got you. If you're looking for a friend, we got that too. Uh, we have DJ Joe Rich of the Holy Mix Show who's going to have tunes for us. It's going to be amazing. You're going to experience real empowering conversations. We're going to have a coffee bar. We're going to talk about a lot of things, divorce, inner healing, sisterhood, finding joy, following your dreams, and more. This is happening uh, from 6 to 9 in Fort Worth, Texas. Now tickets are by donation only. So you can donate a dollar, girl, to come. You can buy a few tickets for you and your amigas. We just want you to be there, okay? So go to fearlessmujer.com forward slash events. Go get your ticket. We're going to have giveaways, a coffee bar, cafecito bar, laughs, more real talk, uh, I will let you know more as we go. Now, if you want a free ticket, uh, go to Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I have a post that is pinned. It's a ticket giveaway. It's the very first one. This giveaway ends on June 6th. And basically, all you have to do is share the post to your story on IG, tag to amigas who inspire you that you want to sit with you at the event. That's it, girl. You'll be entered to win a free ticket. So good luck. I hope that you will be there because let me tell you, I know sometimes, especially when we've been hurt by other women, we don't want to go to stuff, right? Let's be honest. But sometimes it's when we go to stuff and we force ourselves to get out of our comfort zone, right? We face that little bit of fear that like, oh, I don't know anybody, right? And trust me, you don't need to worry about knowing, not knowing anyone because last year I had a book party None of the women really knew each other. And before you know it, they were friends and they're still friends. And I I know, I know because we're all friends on Facebook. But let me tell you something, amiga. And I love you. And I want you to know that, you know, like this event, for example, it's not for me, it's for you. Because let me tell you, this season was rough. The beginning of this year was rough for me. But now that I'm getting on the other side, I am on the other side. I'm like, wow, 
God, I've learned so much and I've been blessed in this season. And that's the thing that happens when we're going through stuff, when we're not watering ourselves, when we're not treating ourselves as a beautiful garden, as a beautiful creation. We are neglecting the fact that there are still blessings in our life. And so one of the ways that you can begin to water yourself is to really begin to love yourself. Again, making space for yourself. Because as women, we're so giving, right? We want to love others and put others first. And it's great. I was raised that way. I was literally raised that way. And it's biblical to like serve others. But guess what? You also got to take care of yourself. Because if you're not okay and you're not pouring into yourself, how do you pour into others? How do you take care of others fully? How do you truly show up 100%? The other way that you water yourself, that you take care of yourself, your whole garden, girlfriend, like seriously, okay, is that you need to start changing your mindset. And you change your mindset by removing the lies that you believe. We all have some kind of limiting beliefs. And it's not until you become aware that you can actually do something about it. And once you understand that, okay, there's, there are these limiting beliefs that I have. You understand how deeply rooted they go, how ingrained in your mind and your heart they are. And how they're lies. They're literally lies that you believe about yourself. Listen, I want to read you something from my book. I've shared this before. I'm going to share it with you because I think it's important and it's powerful. And I want to say this too, okay? Because here's something that happens when we go through stuff. We're like, dang, I don't want people to know how do I hide from this. But you can't, okay? So my book, there's a little part where I give an acknowledgement to my ex-husband, okay? It says husband on there, ex-husband. Um. And you know what? I remember I was at an event and I was, all of this was so fresh. And I said, man, if I had known this was going to happen, I probably wouldn't have put that in there. And this girl was like, girl, it's part of the story. And I'm like, dang, you're so right. Like I'm supposed to be saying that, but all that to say that, hey, even when things change, girl, it is part of your story, right? I'm talking about divorce specifically. And you got to embrace that, even though it's hard. Because at some point, you're going to be able to tell that part of your story. So this is on page 34. This is where I talk about the time that there was this bush that was dying. You've probably heard me talk about this. And so I had my ex-husband like pull it out. I was telling him, well, I didn't have him pull it out. We took the weed off of it. But I had him... I would tell him, like, I want you to take it out. It's dying. It looks ugly. Um, it was in the backyard. And every time I would pull into the driveway, I would see this ugly thing. And my ex-husband was like, no, he's like, you know, it, it probably has like flowers that wants to grow out of it. So let me let me read page 34. It's in the middle if you want to find it. I remember we had this bush that seemed dead. So I told my husband ex-husband now, to pull the whole thing out and get rid of it. He didn't want to and kept telling me that it was probably a rose bush. One morning, we untangled the weed wrapped around it. We had to be careful because it was 
tied around the bush, but slowly we untangled it, removed it, and pulled it out. Pretty soon, some beautiful bright red roses began to grow. I was ready to get rid of it, and it turned out beautiful roses were waiting to grow. They couldn't grow because the weed was suffocating and killing the bush. When I think about lies women believe, I picture this in my mind. The lies are wrapped so tight and close around a woman's dreams, and they are suffocating and killing those dreams. So how can you pursue the things in your heart if you don't believe you can do those things? There are dreams inside of you ready to grow, but first, you have to begin to remove these lies. How many times have you gotten excited about doing something, but then a few days later, you start to think, never mind, I can't do that. This is because you have gotten used to living with these lies wrapped cozily around you. Sometimes you can be like a beautiful plant, rosebush, or your favorite flower. You need to be watered, nurtured, and nourished. Maybe no one ever did that for you. Perhaps you didn't have a mother who nurtured you or affirmed you. Perhaps you come from dysfunction as I do, and you have no idea how to nurture yourself. You have to decide if you are willing to do the hard inner work. Are you willing to walk in a different way than what you are used to? I'm going to stop there, okay? But I'm going to leave this episode as a part one to you are a garden. Are you watering yourself? Because this is the other part of it that I think we need to go deeper into. And it is the lies, the lies that we believe. Because let me tell you something from experience and from experience with clients. It was removing my lies and confronting them. And I talk about that in chapter one, the healing journey. It was removing my lies, the lies I believed that freed me. It was what helped me stop caring about what other people thought. And I still don't care, okay? And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I don't mean that to be mean at all whatsoever. If you know me, you know I'm pretty cool and humble. I'm not everyone's cup of tea, and I'm okay with that, okay? But I still don't care what people think. Because I care, and I understand what God says about me. And I'm going to tell you right now, okay? The biggest strategy that I've used that has worked in my life, ready for this? Is that when I'm not understanding something, I take it to the feet of Jesus. I will fast and I will pray and I will take it to the feet of Jesus. Because I'm like, hey God, I'm feeling this. I'm thinking this. If it's whatever the situation is. Okay. I can tell you that I took the decision to divorce to the feet of Jesus. Everything I do, I take it to his feet. And as long as I've heard from him, what other people say, their opinions, to me, it doesn't faze me. Because people are always going to have something to say. That has been my biggest strategy. Because then I understand, okay, well, this is what God said. And that's why you have to, I mean, fasting and all that, that's a whole other topic. But that's why you have to be very purposeful and intentional about this, right? This faith part, this, you know, God relationship. Because when you're able to understand it in that way, girl, you're so free to be you. I mean, God empowers you to the to the fullest, okay? And it's not about material things. It's not about money. It's not about if you got your life together. It's about who does God say that I am? I'm going to leave you with that, okay? Because I just want you to know that you are powerful, amiga, that you are free to be who you were created to be. We're We're going to talk about watering yourself. So what can you do today to water yourself?
what is it? It doesn't have to be that you spend money. It could be literally you just sit in silence. You journal, you read a book, take a nice hot shower and just, you know, reflect. Self-reflecting is powerful. If you want to order a book as part of self-care, go go grab Dear Fearless Mujer. You were created for more on Amazon. Whatever it is, amiga, love yourself today. And I want to also encourage you. If you need support, if you need to make space for yourself, you're not sure how to do it. If there are some things that you're like, man, I know I'm definitely believing lies about myself. If there is some inner work that you need to do, I have done this with other women. I have helped them. I want to encourage you to seek out coaching if that's something that's been on your heart, but you're like, man, I don't really know if I can trust anyone. I get it. I understand. If there's anything that I have helped you with on this podcast and you want to explore that, I'm down, okay? I offer private coaching. I am a certified life coach. We will focus on you. We will give you uninterrupted time to focus on your goals if that's something that you want to do or if it's just inner healing, if you need that accountability. Whatever it is, amiga, you want to focus on your mindset. I am down to help you. I have a 40% off scholarship for you for uh, three months of private coaching with me. We will meet every week to focus on you, girl, to make space for you. So if you want to know more, send me a DM on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer podcast, or you can go to fearlessmujer.com forward slash contact. All right, amiga, God bless you. Have an amazing week. Don't forget to go grab your ticket for the Rise Girl Rise event happening in Fort Worth on July 13th. God bless you. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmujer.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.